Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast, sponsored by Dentco PDR and Superior Auto Institute. If you're looking to get trained in the most advanced or basic setting, learning all aspects of paintless dent repair, give us a call at 888-992-3464, and you can get all the details about our hands-on courses, including PDR tools and much, much more. So, how's it going? How you guys been? If this is your first time, Paintless dent repair is usually what we talk about, service businesses. We talk about marketing, pricing, how to level up your business, how to have a more rewarding, enjoyable life throughout the PDR journeys. Um, and then occasionally I'll throw a little bit of little fun stuff in with uh, either college baseball, which my sons play. Um, we'll talk a little bit of family stuff since I am a family man. Just all that kind of stuff. Occasionally travel, health, whatever. So, anywho... Uh, without further ado, this week's this day's episode, not week's episode, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about PDR vehicles, options for PDR vehicles, the history, what uh, we used back in the past, what the industry's kind of morphed into, um, and then you can learn quite a bit about about what might fit for your business if you are looking to do a uh, a vehicle for PDR. So, that being said, uh, back in the day. Um, Dent Wizard, and I, they might still be using them, but Dent Wizard uh, would allow or would give their techs uh, Ford Rangers. And in in California and certain areas with a shell, the Ford Ranger wasn't necessarily a bad uh, vehicle. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't think a truck is necessarily the best vehicle, but it's cheap. It's an efficient deal. And they had um, a lot of uh, a lot of options for for their uh for their techs uh, for actually i was going to say for getting like discounts because they would service um ford motor company at the auctions so so what essentially would happen was is they would do the ford cars at the auctions for the pdr and then ford would whip out a, a deal so they could get uh, a discount for their employee vehicles so and i think to this day i think they might use they were using like a, a ford escapes um, which were a little bit better of a choice than the uh, the Rangers, but um, I mean, what do you expect? You know, you're working for a PDR company. You're lucky enough to get a vehicle. Be happy with what you get. So that was kind of what the Dent Wizard boys used to give up. Um, at our peak uh, back in the mid '90s, we had 13 techs, and most of the guys had trucks as well. And I I issued quite a few of them. Some had their own vehicles, but uh, I gave trucks at least half the the staff at that point and most of the time what we had was um toyota tacomas and toyota pickup trucks some four cylinders some six cylinders i think even one of them was a was an eight i believe i'd have to search back no it wasn't it was a six it was a six uh manual six so anywho um they uh they were good and i'll tell you what made them nice you could get the stuff in and out of the bedsides quick get to your stuff in California, we don't get, well, up until this year, we don't normally get a lot of rain. It's easy to work out of the back of it. Um, I guess the only thing you got to be worried about is, is pulling up to a store. You're going to get some food. You're going into Home Depot to get some supplies or whatever and getting your stuff jacked. But truth be told, it wasn't um, much of an issue to get stuff stolen out of the back of our trucks because um, the only thing I would do is I would take my drill out and because that was a hot item that would pe- people would think about stealing but other than that it was pretty much um you know it wasn't a theft worry you know about about having stuff in the back and they weren't rusting they weren't getting wet um 
Now, would this be a great place uh, to put, or a great vehicle, let's say in Phoenix? Probably not. You know, you got 120 degrees bearing down those tools in the back of your truck. It's probably not going to be the right, right vehicle for you. And same being said for like a, a, a snowy, wet area as well. I wouldn't want to have a vehicle where my tools were were uh, exposed to the elements like that. So, anywho, um, but moving on. So, no longer do we have a lot of those techs. And right now, I think trucks just aren't the best vehicle. And I'm going to get into many of the reasons why. And then we'll talk about some fun stuff as well. Um, with the weather... Uh, being kind of, you know, wishy-washy or, or not unpredictable. Right now, I think, honestly, one of the best vehicles, depending upon if you're doing anything else with than just PDR, if you're a detailer or if you're doing any paint work, I like the small minivans. I really do. I personally have a, a Nissan NV200. I had the Ford Transit in my first iteration. Even before that, I actually had a, a Sprinter, um, which I wish I would have kept, but due to family uh, pressures from the wife and daughter, essentially refusing to drive ride in that vehicle at all costs. I was unable to retain that vehicle and had to sell said vehicle. And if any of you have any wives or daughters that are particular about the vehicles that they see themselves in, you totally know what I'm talking about. So the Sprinter, unfortunately had to go away. I will tell you one thing about that Sprinter. It's kind of a sad story. I was going to my buddy's, uh, his father-in-law's funeral. And one of the nice things about the Sprinter was I could go in the back and stand up and change which most vehicles you can't do that you can literally walk in a, a sprinter and get to your stuff which is pretty instead of having to bend over which is kind of nice um so anyway so if you're going to a lot of funerals or you you need to have more headroom you, let's say you're six foot seven you know sprinters all the way but so back to the, the transit was the next one that i held on to and i would have held on to it longer but on my way to the hail trail back in the first year of the pandemic the that was the, the storm season where I went and did the, the 100 large at that um, Nissan Subaru dealership in Iowa. The, uh, the transit broke down on me. And imagine that you're driving from California to the Midwest. It's about 27 hours, give or take. And you're 24 of the way in, 25 of the way in. And yeah, no, I stopped, of course. But, um, but it just pissed me off. And I just, at that point, when that car had maybe 50,000 miles on it, that the motor just stopped running, essentially. You know, you don't want to get ran over by a truck. So I put it in neutral. Luckily, there was an off-ramp within coasting distance. I coasted out the freeway, pretty much into farmland. There happened to be some old podunk, uh, like a um, diner, like a small diner. And then there was like a grease stop, uh, grease mechanic, who they pretty much worked on farm equipment. But I went in there. They weren't the nicest people. I asked them if they had any tools because I had some stuff with me, of course, for PDR. But I didn't have like a full, you know, Autobot or mechanical set of tools to, to wrench on the, the transit. But I did. It was able to get my hands on a couple of screwdrivers and, and some ratchets and stuff. And, and I was able to kind of semi figure out what was going on, got the thing to limp back onto the road and then was able to ease my, myself into uh, nearby Cedar Rapids. But that's when I let go of the uh, the transit uh, when I got back because I didn't want to have any more problems. And I had a had a couple mechanics look at it, but it was just it was all just dealers out there, and these guys were kind of clowns. So and if you've ever been to a dealership for service, uh, you know what I'm talking about. So anywho, got rid of it, um, and then the latest iteration. I actually had one or more vehicle when we went back after hail. I bought an F250 diesel for a little while. 
um, but then sold that and pocketed 10 grand on that thing just because of the crazy car market at that time when if you remember everything was just runaway going upwards because of no chips people couldn't get new cars and blah 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 so so that was kind of cool though but making money during hail and flipping a car to make an extra 10 large so but yeah right now the, the nissan nv200 why do i like it good mileage i'm probably getting high 20s um you can get you can kind of b- lean over and get inside the back of it and get to your tools um you can put racks in it you can organize your stuff you can work out of the back of it or you could have it in your stuff like in uh, cases and roll it out and whatever you could have a tool cart in there it's just like like i said i mean the only thing bad about the nissan nv200 is that it's got a cvt transmission it's got the constant uh velocity i think it is tranny kind of like a prius so when you give it gas it just kind of winds up and down sounds like a stretching rubber band which isn't i don't know i'd rather have direct response from my throttle play versus just kind of like elastic but it was serviceable it worked for me so so i was happy with it and i still am happy with it um how long will it hang on to it i don't know i don't know we'll see i get once again pressures from the wife and the daughter and everybody else say say you know get rid of that thing get a different car but but uh it 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 works it's 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 workable like i said and we don't even have it wrapped or lettered i'm looking at wrapping it right now um now one of my competitors in the area uh david i think it's pacific coast dent repair he's got a i believe it's a ford full-size transit the cargo and that's a pretty cool pretty cool van he's got it wrapped gets a lot of attention when he's in town i'm sure he's getting calls off of it um he's got the space you know i think if you're gonna have a vehicle if the the mileage isn't going to be that big of a difference and you don't have a daughter or wife that really presses on you about the kind of car you drive i would recommend getting the full-size cargo van that's just me because the gas difference between a Ford Transit and my Nissan or a regular size Transit is a couple miles per gallon. But you're going to make a lot more money and you got a lot more branding opportunity with a larger vehicle. So, so the winner for me, if you were going to say, hey, Brian, what's the number one vehicle that you would recommend to a PDR tech? I would say full size Ford Transit or I'd go Sprinter, but the Sprinters are expensive. Um, and then you've also got the, uh, the Dodge Ram. Uh, pickup trucks i forget pro masters whatever they're called um which are decent but i just hate dodge products so so there you go um and then here's the extra credit okay so uh was powwowing with the wife a little bit and then also i had a couple thoughts in my in my head over the past few years what would be a cool vehicle aside from a van that's going to get you attention what would really just get eyeballs what would be interesting because at the end of the day world our senses are all dulled to the same old droll boring cars that we all see every day day in day out so there was a guy that i saw uh pictures of years back he was in uh england the uk and he had a mini cooper and he was working on it and you think man how would how could the guy get some four foot five foot long bars in a mini cooper and he probably wasn't doing hail out of it right but he was having a lot of a lot of retail work out of it and it worked and he had it wrapped it was like a full vehicle wrap um to get the word across because if he just tried to do the doors it would probably look like you're trying to wrap like a like a te- you know a notebook right nobody would even see it from the road so but that was one cool thing i thought and it's just like i said it goes it goes to was saying that, that if you pick a vehicle that's not normally a work style vehicle it will get more attention so so here's some honorable mentions about vehicles that you could <coughs> procure excuse me that maybe might get <coughs> to the uh more attention and and something that like i said it's just not going to kind of blend in so uh number one back in the day i always thought it'd be kind of cool to have a cadillac like the, the long fin one i think it's a 59 
um, with the rocket fins and all that. Yeah, they're not cheap, and you'd have to have one in pretty good shape that you could drive around that they wouldn't be breaking down on you every every 15 minutes. But if you've ever seen uh, the coupe, the coupe de ville, um, yeah, it's two doors, but that trunk, when you open up, it's bigger than a lot of pickup truck uh, beds, like the new Ford Maverick or short bed Toyota. I guarantee that, if, especially if you took the trunk lid off, you could probably store the same, if not more, uh, materials in the back of that thing than you could in some of these modern day pickup trucks. Um, so especially like a Honda Ridgeline, that's hands down Cadillac would win. Um, are you going to get great gas mileage? No, probably not. Are you going to need to do more maintenance? Yep, probably. But are you going to get a lot more eyeballs and attention? 100%. You could build a brand around that in your town. Oh, that's the dent guy that has that cool Cadillac that he works out of you know, colors and, and logos and what have you. Another thing that I've seen pool guys in our area use from time to time is cool old uh, classic pickup trucks like the, the Chevy C10s. Um, picture like a teal, you know, uh, early uh, 60s or 70s color with a nice logo on the side. Once again, that's going to be memorable. It's going to be eye-catching. And it's not going to just blend in like the typical pickup truck service or van that you see every service company use. Plumbers, electricians, landscapers, blah, blah, blah. So thinking outside the box will get you more eyeballs. You could even have like a small school bus. You know, once again, I mean, it's not going to be the kind of thing that, that maybe maintenance is going to be the cheapest, but it's going to get you attention. And at the end of the day, isn't that what business is about? The first step of getting customers is getting their attention. So, and these unique vehicles will definitely do that for you. Um, let's see what else did I have on my list. I made some notes here. Let's see if I can do this. It's kind of tricky. And then even, and one more was, a, did they look? I don't know. 60s uh, van. So a 60s van would also be another vehicle. So anyway, that's about it. We're going to let you guys go, but have a great day. And I hope this was uh, beneficial for some of you guys out there looking to get into the PDR business. Take care and bye-bye for now.